in the cold grip of winter, he steps outside. Little though he is, he pulls his coat closer and determines that the crisp night air will not stop him from having the courage to walk through the knee-high snow. His only light guiding him is a full moon and numerous stars. His breath fog rolls from his nose and he can feel the moisture freezing on his lips. This night, he must find the hidden cave he saw before. His steps forward are met with a harsh wind that whips against bare skin. Arriving at the cave entrance, he takes a deep breath and enters. The feeling of death's hand on his shoulder is cringeworthy, and he knows there's no turning now. The sun beats a well-trodden path through all of life and warms everything with intensity that it touches. The boy, now a little taller, remembers the cave again. The mystery all those months ago are gone now, leaving nothing more than footprints and a memory of what he had to face. He thought for sure he would die. He thought of what fears were there and how they almost kept him from a single step. He looked in the direction of the cave, and though he knew it was still dark inside, the danger was gone. He took a deep breath and knew he'd done the right thing. Today, he would be able to play in the sun. Tomorrow would be different, but he knew the wheel would keep turning. He had done well. Welcome to another episode of Seeking Tarot. We are exploring 78 cards to find out the story that they can tell us about ourselves and the ones that we care about. Each card is dynamic and unique, just like you. What would you like for the cards to tell you today? My name is Snow, and I'm so glad that you're here. Ah, what fun. I love being able to express the tarot cards through story. It is such a great opportunity to share number 10, Wheel of Fortune, with you and express how this card can play out for us to be able to see what the meaning of how the Wheel of Fortune can change from day to day for us in our lives. So what does this card mean? Yeah. Well, I hope that you got it out of the story, but obviously I love to talk about the cards and the many different facets that they are. One of the things that is really fascinating about this card is that it is portrayed in many different ways. And it is, you know, named Wheel of Fortune and we're not talking about the game show here. This card is an idea of what it means to be able to change from one season to the next. And in how we can sometimes face darkness in one season and light and joy in another season 
When this card comes up, a lot of times what you're experiencing is an opportunity to be reminded that things will change or that they are changing. This is a card that is a representative of giving you maybe hope or opportunity and showing you how things will go from what they are to what they will be. And so like the boy in our story, he gets the opportunity to experience the death in a certain time, but that he also understands that it will be different later on. And when the sun is beating down, he's getting the chance to be able to look around him and enjoy all of the life that's around him and the dangers that were there in the cave are gone. And likewise, sometimes we can look back and it can feel really scary from what we had to face and what we encountered, but in reality, we can also enjoy the sun that's in that moment. This card is a representation of seasons and of change. And so I only portrayed the two seasons to just give you kind of an overall idea of what it means to be able to have the change in seasons. And utilizing winter as a representative of death and summer as a representative of life. But we can have death in summer and we can have death in, in life in winter. And so it doesn't necessarily have to mean that, but it's a good uh, parallel. Now, I know that some of you are listening to this and, well, you've probably never seen winter. And for that, I apologize. I tried to make the uh, winter scene a little bit more in-depth so you could kind of get a feeling of it. But I'm sure you've felt cold days. When somebody dies or when a situation dies or, you know, something that leaves us that we feel sad about, it, it can really feel like winter. It can feel like coldness and sadness all around us. And those parallels are drawn regardless of where we live in the in this world, in this ball, this big blue ball of ours that we live on. So I hope that you can kind of take away the idea of what this card is really trying to share with you. Now the symbology on it is quite different depending on what kind of uh, deck that you have or hopefully are able to get. But on the traditional one that we have here, it's a wheel with symbology all the way around it. And there are creatures that are all the way around it as well. Now, the different creatures represent different things, and they go into depth. This card can really get into some heavy depth as you study it. There is little symbols all the way around the card, and each one of them, if I remember right, are representative of letters, which represent different things. And so it may be a good opportunity for you to dive deeper into a card on your own and to see what it has to say to you. But at the very basic and on the surface of this card, what you're encountering is a season change. Now, sometimes that's a physical season change, but also, again, sometimes it has to do with the heartbreak and the things that maybe we are going through. Now, I love this card. This is one of my favorite cards that I get, you know, just inserting my own opinion here. I, this is a card that really helps to bring about a, okay, I can take a deep breath now. And that's fantastic. I will mention on this card in particular that the reverse can have play a significant role. And if you are somebody that has decided that you want to do reverse readings on this card, it can mean that actually the death is occurring 
and that the things that you are wanting are being taken away and that prosperity is not coming. Now, sadly, that's not the greatest way to be able to see a card and it can feel a little bit daunting when you're looking at it if it's reversed and it can feel scary. But oftentimes when I run into a reverse card, I usually take a look at what the rest of the message around it is saying. And so sometimes the reverse doesn't actually apply depending on how I'm reading the card. The other thing to think about when it comes to a reversal is that, like I've stated before, if you've listened to the other episodes, one of my favorite or least favorite cards in the deck is the, the tower. I don't like change, right? But if I do happen to get the tower card, and if I do happen to encounter it for myself or if I'm reading for somebody else, the tower is a good opportunity. In my opinion, there are no bad cards in the deck. They're just messengers that are sharing with you the best way to be able to figure out and to understand the circumstances and situations that are around you, giving you perspective. And when we have that perspective, we have the opportunity to take the bull by the horns, so to speak, and challenge ourselves with the opportunity in front of us to see what kinds of things we can learn from the experiences that are in front of us. When I do a tarot reading, I always end it with a positive note, even if it's an individual card or if it's in the midst of a reading of several cards. And the reason for this is that, well, I'll share it with you like this. One time I heard a song, and in a song that I heard, it had lyrics that went along the lines like this. If you've encountered a really bad thing, and things are falling apart, it can be a really good thing. And if you've encountered a good thing, that can really be a good thing for you in your life, it can be a really good thing. And if you're just looking at that, it can feel like, okay, well, that, what does that even mean? But even when things are really bad, they can be a good opportunity for us to be able to change, to grow, to become more than what we were before. The only true death is stagnation, is when we don't move forward and we don't learn and we don't take the opportunities that are given to us. When we can be honest with ourselves and look at the truth of who we are and what we can benefit from, we can find the way forward. I have found my greatest growth when pain was heaviest. Now, I don't want to experience that pain. So I endeavor to try to not experience it and to learn my lesson before I ever come to those kinds of moments where I'm encountering, for instance, a tower card. And I've gone a little bit on a rant here. I apologize. But I think it's important. I really am able to benefit from this card, reversed or not. It is a positive thing for me to see it, to know the truth, and to be able to embrace the truth in darkness and in light, whichever way it is. Taking the courage and moving forward, taking that step and being that boy that's out in the wilderness, in the cold, and taking another step in that very bitter wind, when all I want to do is go back home 
curl up underneath my blanket and get a warm hot chocolate. <laughs> but there's healing that can be done. There's opportunity ahead. And truly, this story of yours is such an encouraging and exciting opportunity. And when you see it like that, no matter how bad it is, it can feel hard in the moment, but you can pull yourself back up and you can keep going. One last thing to note on the Wheel of Fortune. This card is represented by the uh, number 10. Now, this number 10 is a, so to speak, a completion of cycles. 10 is a representative in numerology of the season of change of completion. And so, when you see this card... The cycle is complete. You're at the pinnacle of it. Or that the pinnacle is coming, depending on where the placement is. And that's what matters. Maybe the pinnacle is coming. Maybe the point of what's happening is on its way. At any rate, 10 represents completion. So, let's turn the wheel and see what the tarot cards have for us to tell us today. This deck today comes from Tori Hartman. It is a Chakra Wisdom Oracle cards that are 78 tarot. It says Oracle on the box, but it's a tarot deck. It's a really neat deck. It um, Each of the cards are represented by different points of the chakra, the seven chakra points. And um, if you don't know anything about chakras, I would recommend looking it up so you can kind of get into it a little bit more and see what it's about. It's good to know what they represent and how they affect your overall uh, being and who you are. But I will quickly go through what I know. And that is at the base we have uh, red, which is a representative of your root chakra. Uh, that is at the base of your spine. We have orange, which is your sacral chakra. It is associated with uh, sexual connection. Uh, next, we have orange, oh, yellow, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that is your solar plexus, and that has to do with trust. Uh, next, after that, we have uh, green, which is your heart chakra, and that has to do with love. Uh, after that, we have blue, and that is your throat chakra, and that has to do with your uh, vocal cords, being able to speak your truth. Um, uh, next is uh, indigo. It's kind of a purplish blue, and uh, that is your third eye chakra. And after that, that's your intuition, by the way. And then after that, uh, we have uh, uh, purple. Although some some chakras will show you, uh, layouts will show you that this is a white or no color uh, chakra. And this is your higher self. This is the crown of your head. So that's pretty much it. If you're wanting to look it up and you don't know how to spell it, it's C-H-A-R-K-A. So today we've received the Five of Cups, and it is in reversed. 
I will read it in reversed. The card of false appearances. This card is blue, so this is going to represent your throat. And it says, she does not yet see the message from the prior chakra card. Though she is fully in her body, she is not fully in her heart chakra, revealing her refusal to see that her life is not over. She could still pick up the cups left behind and reclaim her life. Reversed, it says, disoriented, immaturity, blindness, self-centeredness, and frozen. Now, this is a picture of a woman that is surrounded by blue and cups. She has roses in her hair, and she has her back to us, but she is looking towards us. So I'm going to do a quick meditation and enter into the card and see what she has to share with us today. I feel in this moment that she is sharing that there is a quite a bit of sadness within this room and surrounding her. She has tears that are coming down in a frustration and a unsureness, but truly just emotion. Emotion of a heavy sense of things having just gone wrong. She says, I've been stripped of what has helped me the most. My cups have scattered across the floor. The things that I thought were there to help me. My emotions feel abandoned. And I am hurting. Are you judging me and how I feel? Because my emotions need to be felt. And this is the only path forward that I can feel secure in. Let me be me. Let my pain be what it is. If you dare come near me and pull at the strands that I have left, I will lose everything. I feel a sense of heavy drama from her. And she's not wrong in what she's feeling. Her emotions are true and valid. But I think that she is... In so much pain that she can't see truly what's really around her. What she does have, she still has the cups. They may be knocked over. The things that she had in there are gone. But that doesn't mean that she has to give it all away because not everything is lost. I want to offer some assistance, but I can't. She has blocked me from even coming near for if I did, like she said, the strands being pulled at her, she would feel that she would lose everything. So I bow to her, and I ask her to heal. Take some time to take some deep breaths and to find who you are again. Pick up your cups. Refill the emotions. Speak your truth. Know who you are so that you can move forward. But I leave you in peace. I take my leave and I come back out of the car now. 
And I sense all that pain and I sense all that fear. And in this moment, I can tell, I can see it. The pain that you feel, you the listener that are experiencing this, I hear you. I see you. I understand that pain very, very well. I would encourage you, do what you must, but truly, don't let it grip you so hard that it takes away your all sense of reason because you're way more powerful than that. You don't have to let it hold you back or keep you down. Come on, get those cups, get back up. This is a moment where the trial meets you and you must decide how you feel about it there is great sadness there's no doubting that but the power and the ability to keep moving forward is in you and I see the power and strength that you have to rise above this and so many other situations to grant healing, health, and hope to others that may come across your path. It's so much easier to enjoy that Rocky Road ice cream, isn't it? It's so much easier to just uh, be able to indulge. And good. You should for a little while. It's good to take some time to quiet the mind and reflect so that you can gain your strength and your power back again. But I'd encourage you, if you have a little bit of time right now, if you're feeling that card in your heart or the things that you're going through, uh, please go back and listen to 8 Strength episode. and Listen to how that mouse takes up its courage to feed its family and face its most daunting trials every day. Well, that's all that we have time for today, and I'm so glad that you're here. I hope that you like the new format that I'm trying to make this uh, episodes turn out to be. And uh, obviously, I'm always polishing it and trying to make it sound better, and I love doing what I do. I am so happy about doing this podcast and being able to talk to you all on a regular basis. I'm so excited that even though I really don't have time to do an episode tonight, I took the time because I love doing this just absolutely so much that this is better than watching TV for me right now. Being able to connect with individuals, even if I don't see you in this moment, I see you spiritually. I hear you. I see what's going on. And I hope that you can have a wonderful day and be blessed by the sound of my voice to be able to carry the truth of love into your world and where you are at, wherever that is. So again, that's all the time we have for today. Blessed be my friends. I am really glad that you're here and I'm excited to bring the next card to you very, very soon. My name is Snow and I have enjoyed this time with you. Join us next time on another episode of Seeking Tarot. Blessed be my friends.